Good evening and welcome back. Our continued learning of Hilcha Shabbos should be a schos for all of Kal Yisrael, and specifically those in Eretz Yisrael, those that have been captured by Hamasi Shemam should be freed immediately. Those that are injured should have a Rafur Shalema. Those Neshamas that are no longer with us should have a tremendous Ilu Neshama. And Eretz Hashem, those that are fighting on the front lines, both the spiritual front lines through Torah and Maisim Toivim, and the physical front lines should be Zeichet to finally annihilate the enemies of Kalal Yisrael, and we should all be Zeichet to the Geula HaShlema B'Meheira. We're going to continue discussing the Alachas of Erev Shabbos, focusing on three specific areas. Number one, Shabbos clothing. Number two, eating on Erev Shabbos, eating a meal on Erev Shabbos. And number three, doing business on Erev Shabbos. At what point should one stop being involved in business? And we'll begin with Shabbos clothing, which as we mentioned last week, one should put on their Shabbos clothing immediately upon exiting the bath or the shower. One should get dressed, not, not redressed in their weekday clothing, but one should change to their Shabbos clothing. I should add, perhaps to what we mentioned last week, that if one does take a shower, early in the day, many hours before Shabbos, then in that case, they can just put on fresh undergarments and put on their Shabbos clothing when it gets closer to Shabbos, that way ensuring that they remain clean and fresh and proper so that when one walks into Shabbos, one hasn't been wearing their clothing the whole Friday, but rather one put them on close to Shabbos. But the question is, what exactly defines Shabbos clothing? What does Shabbos clothing need to look like? And how do I make sure that I'm wearing clothing which is special for Shabbos? The Gemara in Shabbos tells us that the clothing we wear in Shabbos should not be similar to the clothing that we wear during the week. But what clothing does that apply to? So although there are Paiskim that say that it applies to all clothing and every item of clothing that a person wears should be set aside specifically for Shabbos, including socks. The Chazanish even changed his yarmulke. People have separate belts. However, the consensus of most Paiskim is that the only items of clothing that one should have Shabbos clothing are those items that are worn for covet. The outside item, the outside articles of clothing that a person wears and the undergarments should be fresh and clean for Shabbos, but they don't need to be set aside specifically to only be worn on Shabbos. And that's the consensus of most Paiskim put on fresh clothing and the clothing that one wears that adds covet and adds honor the dress that one wears, the suit that one wears, the tie that one wears, the shirt that one wears, those are items that one should have specially set aside for Shabbos. Shoes is a discussion in the Paiskim whether one needs to have Shabbos shoes, but nevertheless, most of us can Baruch Hashem afford a pair of Shabbos shoes, and therefore it is proper for us to have special Shabbos shoes, because according to some Paiskim, that is included in Shabbos clothing, and definitely any outside clothing that is obvious to all, one should have special clothing set aside for Shabbos. There are Paiskim that say, that one should not wear their Shabbos clothing at all during the week. However, that halacha does not apply when it comes to going to a wedding or going to an important event. If a person is going to a dinner, then one is allowed to wear their Shabbos suit, their Shabbos dress, their Shabbos shetel. That would be allowed to be worn during the week if it was an, an event which was important. And the place can even bring an interesting riot that we find that when Rus told Naomi to get dressed up to go meet Bayaz, the Medrash says that Rus told Naomi to put on her Shabbos clothing. And we see clearly that Rus allowed Naomi you put on her Shabbos clothing, even though it was during the week because it was an important meeting. She was meeting by us. And therefore we see that Shabbos clothing could be worn during the week as long as it's not worn on an everyday occurrence, but worn for an event, which is an important, a wedding, a dinner, or something like that. When exactly should one put on the Shabbos clothing? And when should one take them off? The Mishnah Bura says that one, should put a, that one should put on their Shabbos clothing, as we mentioned, immediately upon exiting the shower. And the Mishnah Bura adds that if one didn't do that, a woman should definitely be makbed that when she's lighting candles, when she's being madlik neir Shabbos, she, she should already be wearing, wearing her Shabbos clothing and should not wear her weekday clothing and only change after lighting. However, the Mishnah Bura adds that if a woman realizes she's cutting it very close to this man, she doesn't have enough time to go change and then light, then of course she should light on time rather 
than risking being Machal Shabbos to make sure that she is in Shabbos clothing. That's when the Shabbos clothing should be put on. When should they be taken off? The Mishavur says everyone should be wearing their Shabbos clothing until Havdalah, which means not just till the end of Shabbos, but until Havdalah. According to the Arizal, and many are machped to this, one should continue wearing their Shabbos clothing, not just till Havdalah, but one should include Malava Malka, and Malava Malka should be eaten as well while wearing the Shabbos clothing. Additionally, the Mishavur speaks out that if one is home alone and nobody else is going to see them, if one is home, for example, the times of COVID or one is not feeling well and one is no, nobody else, no outside people are going to see them. Nevertheless, they should change from their weekday clothing into the Shabbos clothing. Because as the Mishabura says, the clothing is not for the, to get to receive honor from the people around you. The clothing is, ra- is rather to show honor to Shabbos. And therefore, even if one is alone for Shabbos, one should nevertheless put on Shabbos clothing and get dressed in order to honor the Shabbos queen, which is coming into our home every single Shabbos. Those are the halachas of Shabbos clothing. The second area we're going to discuss is eating a meal on Erev Shabbos. There are three areas of eat, of what type of meal one could or cannot eat on Shabbos, and we'll break them up into three specific categories. Category number one is eating regular foods and eating regular meals that one eats on a normal day. For example, a person eats a breakfast and lunch on a regular day. One can eat that breakfast and lunch on a Friday without any problem, the same amount of food that they eat on a regular day. One does not have to minimize. However, the Shulchan Aruch says that it's a mitzvah, one should try to refrain from eating a meal, not a snack, but eating a meal beginning of the 10th halachic hour of the day. This week, you can check it up in Maizmanim and wherever you live, but this week in Tom's River, it's 3.25 on Friday afternoon. And therefore, one, should, one, should, one can eat a breakfast and a lunch, but a lunch, even if it's the same amount of lunch that you eat normally, should not be eaten in the 10th, from beginning from the 10th halachic hour of the day and on, so that one has a proper appetite for the Shabbos Suda. And addi- additionally, the Mishabura speaks out that on a winter Friday, when the 10th hour may be late in the day and very close to Shabbos, one should refrain even earlier than the 10th hour if they know that eating lunch, eating a hearty lunch will not will cause them not to be able to eat properly on Friday night, one should think about that before they begin eating a lunch and perhaps minimize the amount of lunch, even though it's before the halachic 10th hour. That's regarding the meals that one normally eats, a breakfast or a lunch, the amount that one normally eats. Then there's a second category, a meal that one normally does not eat during the week, a festive meal, something that's more grand and has more courses than one eats during the week, that one should not eat at all on Friday. Not on Friday morning, not Friday afternoon. One should refrain from eating that for three reasons born on the price game. Reason number one, is that since it's since one is eating more than they normally eat on a regular day, if one, let's say, for example, doesn't have this, such a festive lunch, one normally eats a little bit for lunch, and one's now going to sit down to a lavish lunch, that's going to take away their appetite because they're not used to eating so much. The second reason is, is that by preparing for this festive extra meal, these extra courses, this big fancy birthday party on Friday afternoon or Friday morning, one is going to diminish in their time to be able to prepare for Shabbos. And the third reason is, is that if one eats a festive meal on Erev Shabbos, then one is not going to be able to differentiate between Erev Shabbos and Shabbos. One's going to see that they eat a grand, big, beautiful meal on Erev Shabbos, and on Shabbos they do the same thing, and therefore Shabbos is not going to have the proper respect. One won't be able to differentiate between during the week and Shabbos, and therefore a meal that one does not normally eat during the week, a festive meal, should not be eaten at all on Friday. However, a Sudas mitzvah, for example, a bris, a, a, a bris milah, if one makes a siyam on Erev Shabbos, the, all of those that, that would be a sudas mitzvah, which time is on Erev Shabbos, one would be allowed to eat on Erev Shabbos. And therefore, those are the three categories. A, a meal, which one is accustomed to eat every day of the week, one can eat on Friday the whole day. However, from the 10th hour and on, one should stop eating those meals. And again, that's about 325 this week. That's 
Category number one. Category number two is a meal that's not regular, a meal that's more lavish than one eats during the week. That one should not eat at all on Friday, even Friday morning, one should not eat, unless it's category number three, which is a Sudas Mitzvah. And a Sudas Mitzvah, which time, whose time is specifically to be had on Friday, such as a bris milah, or a pidyan aben, or a siyam, one is allowed to eat it on Friday the whole day. However, preferably, one should be eating it earlier in the day so that one does not take away from their appetite Two for the Shabbos Suda. Snacking throughout the day is fine. The only issue, again, would be eating a meal, sitting down to a sit-down meal would, would be an issue. The Shulchan Aruch does bring down that some had the custom to actually fast the whole Arab Shabbos. They would have a proper appetite. However, most Paiskim nowadays, including the Taz and the Archashulchan, say that that's not a good idea because one's going to come into Shabbos not in a great mood. And most of us, after a fast, only end up eating less as opposed to eating more. And therefore, one should think on Friday to eat enough food that they don't come into Shabbos starving. They're not famished when they come into Shabbos and therefore don't have the ability to be able to sing Shalom Aleichem properly, Eishishchayel properly, and they come into Shabbos not in a great mood because they're hungry. Rather, one should eat a little bit on Friday. But again, keeping in mind that one needs to have a proper appetite for, Shabbat, for the Shabbos Suda when they come into Lal Shabbos. That's category number two, eating a meal on Erev Shabbos. Category number three, working on Erev Shabbos. The Gemara in Pesachim tells us that one should not work on Shabbos from Mincha, and that, that we'll see in a, in a second what Mincha is, what time Mincha is. One should not work on Shabbos from Mincha, and if one works on Shabbos from Mincha, one will not see any simen bracha, one will not see any blessing from the, food, from the work that they do on Erev Shabbos after Mincha. Now there is a discussion in the Paiskim what Mincha that is, and it's a much longer discussion, exactly whether it's Mincha Katana or Mincha Gedoyla. Mincha, Mincha Katana is much later, it's about 3.53 in Tom's River this week. Mincha Gedoyla is earlier, 1.12 this week in Tom's River, and there is a discussion, and the Mishabur says one can be lenient and rely on the, on the opinion that says one can continue working up until Mincha Katana, which is later in the afternoon. Now, what exactly is defined as work on Erev Shabbos? So the definition of work is something that's a major, major job. For example, somebody's going to be Someone's going to be rearranging a full garage, a plumbing job that needs to take place, painting, something like that, something which is not necessary for Shabbos and is a major job, which will take away from one's concentration and one's time to be able to prepare for Shabbos. One should stop doing business that doesn't require any strenuous work would be permitted. Similarly, a small job, sewing on a button, sending an email, something which is a small job would also be permitted to do on Erev Shabbos. A third, a third, uh, another example of something that would be permitted in Arab Shabbos is anything that's necessary for Shabbos, even if it's a major work. If one's AC broke down in the house, if one's plumbing is not working properly in the house, if one needs to fix something in their house on, on Arab Shabbos in order so that it should be working properly for Shabbos, that as well would be mutter on Shabbos. Similarly, one who works in a store and the store is selling items which are necessary for Shabbos, for example, a wine store, a grocery store, that would also be permitted. There is a discussion about working in other stores and one should consult the Rav about working in a store that is not selling items that are necessary for Shabbos. Additionally, one who is, one who is working at something that's a dover of it, which means they're not working for profit, but they're working in a way that if they don't work, there will actually be a loss of their job or a loss of money, that would also be permitted in Erev Shabbos. And these halachas are a little bit more complicated and anybody who has a specific shayla could either feel free to reach out to me or to their local rav to be able to find out exactly what the ramifications of when one could work and what type of work could be done on Erev Shabbos. But it's important to know that one should leave ample time to prepare for Shabbos properly. Have an amazing Shabbos and the Mitzvah will continue with the halachas of Friday night, next, next Thursday night.